This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. We know that Alberta's doctors and nurses have been under intense pressure. That's uh, something that we know. Getting some help today, the uh, nurses from the Maritimes and the Canadian military expected to be in our province today, trying to relieve some of the stress on the ICU, which is great. Thank you for coming. We appreciate the help. Um, But it's not just in the hospitals where doctors are dealing with some of the issues that have arisen recently around COVID-19. Family docs also reporting they're seeing all kinds of abuse from people who come in saying they want a medical exemption from being vaccinated um, and getting very angry when they can't get one because there's no reason to give them one. It's really turned into a volatile situation in some cases. So we're going to chat now with um, Susan Ulan, who is the Deputy Registrar with the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta. Susan, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Good morning, Shay. I'm pleased to be here. Thank you very much for the invite. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a disheartening situation, not completely unexpected, though. Just tell us, I mean, h- how bad is it? Are you hearing a lot of reports from family docs saying that people are, are getting really quite um, aggressive in terms of seeking these exemptions? Uh, unfortunately, yes, we're see- we are uh, very aware and have been contacted by numerous physicians and organizations with their concerns about uh, racial slurs, aggressive patients, very angry patients. We've even been contacted by physicians who have received death threats um, uh, due to some of their opinions that they have publicly. So unfortunately, it's a very, very conflicted healthcare environment right now and many physicians and patients are sometimes having challenges in navigating that. Has it been going on for, I mean, there's so many different polarized positions on this. I imagine family docs have faced all kinds of difficult situations. Has it gotten worse as we've gone farther along? I think it certainly has got a different uh, feel in 2021. 2020, I think that the relationship between the healthcare system and the public was very collaborative. People really did feel like they were working together. Healthcare providers felt respected, valued by patients and society as a whole. Um, that seems to have changed in 2021. And so physicians and other healthcare providers are not feeling respected by patients. They've got patients who are coming in who are very demanding, very aggressive, feel entitled uh, due to their belief systems to demand um, medical exemptions for vaccines or or anti or not to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And so it does have a very different feel to it. And that conflict is coming out in quite negative ways. So I would agree with you. I think it is worse. And it's not just a Alberta, pardon me, it's uh, uh, with my colleagues uh, are noticing the same thing from across the country. Yeah, and around the world, I would imagine. Um, Now, doctors, I mean, they have, there's rules, there's regulations around who they can grant these exemptions to, right? It's not like they're making a judgment call. There's certain thresholds that have to be met before they can issue one of these exemptions, and it's exceedingly rare, correct? 
that's entirely correct. And a physician not only has rules, but they've got a professional obligation to be aware of the evidence, uh, to be aware of the good evidence, the balanced evidence, to keep up to date with that. And for any particular patient to look at uh, the evidence and the recommendations for those rare medical exemptions in the context of that particular patient. It would be very inappropriate for a physician to have a blanket statement that they provide medical exemptions to all patients, and it's just in, as inappropriate for them to say that they provide medical exemptions for no patients. So they really do need to assess the patient individually and make the right decision in their professional opinion, and they're held to that with our standards of practice and professional ethics uh, to make the right decision for that patient. So when we're seeing, you know, this escalation, and as you say, some doctors facing even death threats, uh, racist abuse, all these sorts of things, um, what can the college do? What can any of us do to try and stem this and make sure that the doctors not only aren't subjected to this, but ultimately are safe in their position? Well, it's a really good question. I think prevention's the key. So what we've done as a regulatory body is provide really clear communication to physicians about uh, what the criteria are for those rare medical exemptions, how to approach that, um, how to uh, de-escalate when a patient-physician interaction is going sideways, and importantly, how to prevent some of that conflict from happening in the first place. I think one of the unique things that we've done, normally we communicate very clearly and quite frequently with physicians and other healthcare providers, but what we don't do very often is reach out to Albertans. On September 28th, we actually directly reached out to Albertans with a letter about this issue and to explain that physicians are obligated professionally to uh, use evidence, that there's very few legitimate medical indications to uh, validate a vaccine exemption. Most of them are temporary, if not at all. And that physicians are entitled and their staff, as everyone else is, to work in a safe and respectful work environment. And so we've highlighted that if patients are angry or uh, abusive, either verbally or threatening, that physicians have every right to be able to ask those patients to leave their setting. They can call police or security for those physicians working facilities. And ultimately, a physician may terminate the physician-patient relationship because they are no longer comfortable uh, providing care to somebody who puts their staff and themselves at risk. And obviously, I mean, we don't have to state the obvious here, but this is against the law, threatening people like this. I mean, you can end up in trouble for this kind of behavior. Of course. And physicians, it's interesting, healthcare providers are um, very familiar with taking care of sick patients who are often angry, uh, defensive. So for physicians to actually feel threatened yeah. and other healthcare providers uh, means that uh, the, the risk is quite substantial. It's not like working in other contexts. And physicians are often very reluctant to call the police or security and are trained in a lot of ways just to kind of soldier on, suck it up and to get the job done. And that can have some negative consequences. We know the unfortunate situation of a physician who was murdered in Red Deer a year and a half ago, actually almost two years ago now. And um, that is not 
Uh, murder is uncommon, but violence against healthcare providers and in the healthcare setting, all team members, is actually quite common and it's significantly underreported. So physicians and other healthcare providers have a right and we encourage them to put their safety and that they, uh, at first and foremost, and that's non-negotiable. And we support physicians in setting limits and uh, either terminating the relationship with a particular patient or asking the patient to leave uh, when it's warranted. Yeah, absolutely, and calling in for law enforcement if needed. Um, Susan, thank you so much for your time this morning. Some great information. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for reaching out. Yeah, thank you. That is Susan Ulan, who is the Deputy Registrar with the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta, and all kinds of family docs are reporting this on and on and on. Um, This listener says, is it true the only exemption is anaphylactic shock from the first dose vaccine? My wife had myocarditis previously, but that is not enough for exemption. Not according to the information that I have. According to the information that I have, um, very few people are eligible for an exemption, but that includes anyone diagnosed with myocarditis or pericarditis, inflammation of the heart or its membrane, or anyone who has a confirmed anaphylactic allergy to an ingredient in the COVID-19 vaccine. So I think if you do have a diagnosis of myocarditis, you would qualify for the exemption, at least according to the information that I have.